This is Brian here from Six P's and a P. This week's episode um, was recorded earlier in the week, and uh, since then a few things have happened that I felt it was at least important to talk about briefly before you hear the episode that we recorded earlier. Um, I was actually just about to edit and post um, week three or week two. I'm sorry, uh, episode three right now and um when i found out that the browns had traded running back trent richardson to the indianapolis colts for a 2014 first round pick um which i can imagine won't be a very high pick because the colts already were fairly good um and we're just missing a running back also um this was while i was still trying to wrap my head around the fact that Brian Hoyer, our brand-new third-string quarterback, was going to be our quarterback this Sunday starting against the Vikings. And I felt like the combination of those two things, and specifically the Richardson trade, at least required me to say something before this past week's episode is played. Um, obviously, I don't understand at all th- this move. Um, me and Ian talked a little bit. I've been talking with people and looking around at reactions to it for a few minutes now. And, um, Ian brought up that he understands it in the grand scheme of things, but doesn't understand it, you know, happening in this right before the third week of the season when the Browns are 0 and 2 already and our third string quarterback starting. And there's something that is just unsettling about all that. I mean, the Browns have been pretty terrible. We've talked already this season about, what it means to be a Browns fan and how the team, you know, doesn't match the um, commitment that the fans have both, you know, in their actions and support of the team and also just financially. Um, and, you know, having at this point in the season being only going into the third week and being 0-2 with your third string quarterback start, starting and trading away your best player in first round high draft pick of last year is a pretty dire scenario that even given the last 14 years of Browns football, I, I didn't think I'd be dealing with at any point this year or next off season or let alone after only two games have been played that they lost both. Um, so, you know, even if it makes sense in the grand scheme of things and Richardson wasn't living up to potential or whatever, you know, maybe it was something they had already decided on before any of this even happened. He obviously hadn't been great this year, but that doesn't matter um, to me as a fan. He was an exciting player. He was a brought a little bit of hope to that situation that we talked about. And we talk about in this episode, we'll talk about the sort of idea that one of the things for me that means a lot about being a Browns fan is when something good happens or if something really good happens, it's going to be the most amazing thing ever. Like even just a win against the Ravens this past week um, would have been amazing. It would have changed everything. And that's interesting to me uh, to analyze that, you know, that that's one of the things that makes me keep going. I don't know how you find hope now. Um, I, you know, and I'm trying, I mean, I'm a Browns fan, unfortunately. And as a Browns fan, I feel like this fran- the, the people running this franchise have put me in an unfortunate situation where I have to 
keep being a Browns fan, even though there's nothing that's keeping me there. Um, I'm luckily going to the wedding of Dan Majeski and Leah Ashley this weekend and do not have to probably watch the game. I'm going to go do some other stuff. I might, you know, I'll check in on it a lot, see what's happening, catch a little bit on the radio, but I'm going to, you know, go to the record store and get lunch and look for a car. <laughs> so maybe that'll bring me back. Um, but right now it's a very hopeless feeling. I have to be honest. And I know there's people out there who say, well, sports are stupid and you should never feel like that about team. None of that stuff matters. But like, I mean, just like anything else, just like people love, like the way I also love music, the way that people love certain things, the way that people care about tradition and, and things that they're passionate about that's always been with them. That's how I feel about this team. And I still feel that way. But unfortunately, you know, I just don't understand where things are going. Quickly, um, before we get into this week's episode, um, Joe Banner said of the trade um, from ESPN.com here that right now, based on how we're rebuilding this team for sustainable success, we're going to be aggressive and do that, do what it constantly, what it takes to assemble a team that consistently wins. Um, I don't know how you do that when you're trading away your best player. Um, I have no idea. Um, I just don't get it. Uh, and the other thing that is really tough about this is that the Browns really don't have any running backs on their roster. I mean, trading away your best player would be one thing. If you even had some sort of stopgap, uh, immediately came out right after that that they were going to work out and give a physical to Willis McGahee, the same Willis McGahee that will be in his 11th year in the NFL that no team wanted in the offseason, preseason, or first two weeks of the regular season. We've seen such people like as Brandon Jacobs get signed over him. Uh, so that's who they're bringing in. Chris Obanaya is there. But, I mean, that's the other thing. It's just like you honestly don't even have anybody to replace him. So this week will be interesting. We'll be here sad and we'll talk about this a whole bunch i am sure ian is already gathering some stuff and we'll try to figure all of this out and maybe try to figure out some sort of silver lining for this i guess that's what we do here and we've got a whole season worth of that coming up so i can't give up in week three apparently uh go colts maybe i don't know no that just doesn't sound right i guess so without further ado Here's last week's episode of Six Bs and a P. And at quarterback number nineteen. Bernie, Bernie, oh yeah, how you can throw? Yeah, 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 Bernie, Bernie. Episode of Six Bs and a P. I'm your host, Brian Costco, joined again by my wonderful co host, Chris Poland. Hello. And Ian Wolf, who I think is eating some sort of baby food mixed with <laughs> liquor. I'm not sure, Ian. Hello, America. I am eating the muddled fruit from the bottom of my old fashioned. Well, there you have it. Um, We'll also be joined later on in rant form by none other, Mr. Brian Weeby. will be coming back for a second episode 
within an episode of Broken Bandwagon. He's got some stuff to say, and I actually want to say really quick before we get into all the many things we need to talk about, Brian Weavey talks this week about, I hope he talks about chud fashion. He said he was going to talk about that, so hopefully he brings that up. What is that? He's always wearing like a bowling shirt, man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the other thing uh, that Brian talks about is positivity, which I found to be pretty interesting. I think this episode would have been really good, and I think Ian expressed some negative feelings earlier, and I agreed with them pre-show. Pre-show in the studio, guys. Mm-hmm. We had our 11 a.m. warm-up session earlier. We all got together. And then we had a series, the series of meetings throughout the day just to finalize things. Got in touch with production finalize staff. Details. Mm-hmm. Um, and Weeby talks about positivity, and I think that's something I wanted to talk about, too. I think at this point... Browns are 0-2 this weekend was also a tough loss to the Ravens. They lost 14-6. to We'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute. But it's it's just tough at this point. It feels – I know Chris said something about how last week felt like a whole Browns game, a whole Browns season one game. Right. I felt like this week was particularly intense too. And it just made me sort of, you know, like, oh, God, I really wish I was more excited that there was 14 more. But I want to remain positive. What the hell is that? What is what? I heard some sort of noise. I don't know. Internet ghosts. Oh boy. You think it was internet ghosts? Yeah. Are we haunted here in the uh, studio? It could be in studio. I don't know. We're going to have to... Maybe we'll call over to the... Um, I think the people that have the office next door do some audio work for that uh, show where the bros yell at ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe see if we can get those guys Ghost down. Bros. Ghost Bros. If this is the portal to hell, why don't you come up and fight me, bro? Uh, no, you're not listening to Ghost Bros. It's six B's and a P. I know that sounded real. Spot on. Um, so Brian Weeby will join us later. Um, yeah, to talk about positivity and shud fashion. But I guess I wanted to just talk about the game I also have, you know what, actually, forget about the game for a second. Yes, let's please. Browns have been having some vehicle problems and legal, car legal issues. Okay. Several of them, to the point where it seems like it might be an epidemic. Greg Little, our favorite, our new favorite crappy receiver. I'm going to say that. Greg Little. Greg Little, real fast, targeted 22 times in the last two games. How many catches, Ian? Oh, not very many. Seven. Exactly. Seven catches. Five drops. <laughs> Ten other times where whatever. Wasn't even around there. 59 yards. Good Lord. Greg Little, however, almost has as many traffic and vehicle citations from the Cleveland police as he does catches this year. <laughs> two so far. Uh, first one for going, well, no, recently, I think this is the one recently for going 81 and a 60. Um, you know, whatever. Yeah. The other one, though, <laughs> he's going 127 and smashed into a pole. Into a what? Polish person? Pole. It could have been a pole lock. It is Cleveland, <laughs> but I think it was literally like a light pole. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then also this morning, hot off the wire, we're recording this Monday night. I think it'll probably be up on Wednesday. 
um, Wednesday or Thursday. But this is Monday night, and hot off the wire this morning, our buddy Sean Laval from the uh, offensive line there had some trouble. He was trying to drive to the Browns' facilities. Um, drove onto an entrance ramp the wrong way, then onto a bridge that was under construction. <laughs> got his car stuck. And had to He's all right, though. Don't worry. Yeah. There you have it. No alcohol was involved. They actually Ooh. said that. All right. So he's just real dumb. But, yeah, so, dumb. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, and then you would think, well, okay, if these guys can at least play football, they don't even know how to drive. Well, they're two very different skill sets. That's true. <laughs> That's true. And Greg Little cannot catch balls or stop from careening in the poles going three three figures in speed. How do you not get hurt doing that? Who the fuck knows, dude? Uh, he missed the pole like he tends to miss passes thrown in his direction. Boom! Doesn't it remind <laughs> you of Braylon Edwards, man? It's like watching Braylon Edwards. Well, at least Braylon Edwards would give you some ridiculous bullshit catch once every eight weeks. That's true. Greg Little is not doing that. So, I read another article uh, today on ESPN Cleveland briefly. They were talking about how you know the Browns could totally bench Greg Little next week. Like that's how terrible he's been these two weeks. Send is him it, a message. When is uh, Josh Gordon back? Is it this week? Next week. Next week. In fact, the commissioner has granted an exemption for the Browns. They have to Wednesday to figure out who he's replacing on their roster. they got to move someone off. And in total, totally nonsense news earlier, I uh, saw this morning that there was a rumor going around that they were going to cut, cut Brandon Whedon. But I don't think that's going to happen, nor should it. Um, but it was a particularly upset Browns fan. Well, it's and here's actually, the thing. Go on. It's going to happen eventually. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Brandon Whedon is not sure. going to last more than another year or two, I don't know. Speaking sure, of but I didn't. Yeah, but I mean, and I'll, I mean, it's realistic, you know. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I mean, I still think there's a lot of football to play this year. I don't think what you're saying is far-fetched. But at the same time, he is, I have absolutely no question, the best quarterback on this team currently. And the one that has the slightest possibility of being able to win a football game with this team. Against somebody. Jason Campbell sucks ass, dude. (laughs) That was terrible. I'm glad. Ugh. I actually saw a rumor, too, that, well, I don't know, it might not even be a rumor that if Whedon's out, you know, you heard his thumb in this last game, that Brian Hoyer is going to get the nod as the quarterback. The third string has unimpressed they were with Jason Campbell. I was just looking up who the third stringer was, and I see that Montario Hardesty is still on the roster. He is um, out for the season, I think, again. I just cut him in my Madden team. I was like, why the hell am I? I'm in this video game. Why am I paying Monterey Hardesty $2 million to never play? Because he sucks. Can we start having a weekly update on the state of your Madden on the Wii? Yeah, I will talk about it at the end of the show. Yeah, it's interesting. You know? Um, yeah. Andy Dalton already apparently was replaced on the Bengals team here in the second season. It's from two years ago as well, so that adds a certain amount of intrigue. It makes the announcers say things like, well, I really just think Carson Palmer's really going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback in this league. 
<laughs> anyway, um, but let's let's so let's start talking about last week's game. Browns lose fourteen six to the Ravens. Browns are winning six nothing at halftime in the most boring half of football in the universe that I saw in a while. Caused me to get accidentally or intentionally drunk, depending on how you look at it. Real fast, my day started with me trying to stream the game on my computer, having some issues with that, eventually deciding I was going to watch as much of it as I could at Tony's, a local watering hole here in Athens, Ohio, and then sneak over... Hot nuts. Huh? Hot nuts. I didn't have any hot nuts. I had some bullet and dollar PBRs. I I love some bullet. Yeah. Um, And I ate casa in between, which was great, especially given how crappy everything ended up being. You know, but, like, the whole time I was not watching the game, I was just thinking, and we talked about this in the pregame, too. I was just thinking, they're going to win. I'm not going to see it. They're going to win this game, and it's going to be awesome, and it's going to change everything. And I was telling you guys about how I think that's, like, one of the – we always talk about all the negatives of being a Browns fan, and we talked about that last week. We'd be talking about that. Like, how many teams, like, you know, man, one win against the Ravens, and it would have been awesome. The Browns would have been one and one. Just beat the Ravens, who have beaten them now the last 12 times they've played, which is also depressing. Yeah. So anyway, I ended up watching at the bar. Didn't see the whole thing, but I saw a lot of it. Um, what did you think, guys? I Obviously, think, I think you were right to call the first half the most boring half of football that's ever been played. I think this the second half might be the second most boring. <laughs> it, it it wouldn't bother me so much how bad they are, at least if it were entertaining. It's just more that they're inept at what they do. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just it's boring, bad football. And it's it's just terrifying, terrible to watch. I don't know. It is tough to watch. Mm-hmm. I had a friend I, whose Facebook status I saw after the game is something effective. Like, and I have this feeling too a lot. Like where you watch, start watching the game that comes on after the Browns, mm-hmm. and it's like, whoa, this is crazy. It's like people <laughs> throwing touchdowns and running real far. It's another fucking <laughs> sport. How many? Yeah, what playing. was Richard? What was Richardson? It is. It almost is like a totally different game. It's like it's, the Browns are playing something else. It's like you go from beer league softball with a bunch of fat guys wearing knee braces for some reason to fucking you know major league baseball. It's that's crazy. The difference between a Browns game and any other game in the NFL. And that's the other thing that's really bummed me out too is I think the Browns opponents both of these first two weeks have sucked as well. The Ravens are terrible. Yeah. And Ray Rice going down. No good. I watched with uh, Dave. Dave who, Obenauer? Pardon? Dave Obenauer? That, the very same. And as you may know, he is one of the most positive motherfuckers on the face of the earth. And, and a Browns fan. And a Browns fan. Seems weird. So they do exist. Um, well. And, you know, he was just, it was nothing but hope the whole time, so... You know, I think that made me enjoy the game a little bit more. Although, you know, it did feel by the end of the game that it was just him trying to cheer me up, being like, "Oh, come on, you know, at least we got two field goals." That's <laughs> your Billy Cundiff. One of the bright spots had him down as one of our bright spots. Easing the pain of the loss of Phil Dawson. So, I mean, that's the thing, Chris. I think you're right. I mean, we talked about this last week too about 
it being, I think Dave's right, about it being a, you know, state of mind, about you're a Browns fan because you know what, you know what it's like. Like, it's not about, you know, you're prepared, you're, you know that this is how it is for the last, especially for these last 14 years, it's been really tough. You're, um, you're a Browns fan and you're reminded of how it is 16 weeks every fall and winter. Yeah, every week, because even the ones they win, you know, it's still, you don't think they're going to. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you have to stay positive, you know. I mean, hopefully, the way I look at it right now, like, is Weeden the quarterback of the future? No. But is he the best quarterback we have now? Yeah, and I think he could actually win a few games if North Turner can figure out how to work this offense, which I don't think he's done yet. Not at all. At all. Um, Ian, what did you, you wanted to talk about Trent Richardson before? I did. I don't know if I'm buying on Trent Richardson. I know part of the problem is North Turner and the play calling, but I mean this week Richardson, 18 carries, 58 yards. It's 3.2 yards per carry, which is worse than he was last year. And I think the first week it was kind of similar. I'm, he's, I'm just not seeing anything. And I know the right side of the offensive line is kind of like a uh, swinging door, just let whoever on in, but... Still, I, I need to see something out of him that's going to make me believe. Yeah, I still think he's got potential, you know. He seems like there's time to, like, what would you say, his longest run was nine yards, you said? Yeah, nine yards is his longest run. I mean, especially with the team, you know, and that brings up an interesting point. I mean, Richardson, I think you can point to, you know, he had 18, 18 rushes for 58 yards this week, 13 for 47 last week, like, Who's arguably your best player, especially if Josh Gordon's not playing, um, or most talented athletic player, too? He's got to touch the ball more than that. It's not like this offense is so good that other people... Like, what's happening, you know, what did we say earlier? Greg Little got targeted 22 times. He's caught seven passes. Give those other 15 touches. You give 10 of them to Trent issues and I bet you... You get another you get 34 yards. <laughs> 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 yeah, maybe so, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm still, you know, I still think that is a better, I don't know, maybe I'll always be tied to that pick just because I'm always glad that the Browns didn't trade back. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, they drafted Trent Richardson, like the flashy guy where they really needed somebody at running back, you know? I wonder if I'll just be like, oh no, Tim Couch is still good, he's a veteran presence. It'll be like that four years later. Trent Richardson... Like Ontario Hardesty. Do you think Tim Couch and Chris Palmer stay in touch? Chris Palmer. Where's Chris Palmer's in the NFL? I think again. Or Coach is he really? I'm all over that. That guy's an idiot. You look that up. Um, defense is awesome, though. I still. I mean, like, I was impressed with the defense, man. Especially Mingo. I thought Mingo looked awesome, <laughs> and that was cool to watch him play. I thought that was great. The Browns are fifth against the rush in the league so far. Wow. Chris Palmer update. I have a Chris, Chris Palmer, Palmer update. update. He was fired. Breaking news. Fired as the offensive coordinator of the Tennessee Titans midway through last year. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm both shocked that he had that job and completely not shocked that he lost it or how he lost it. <laughs> Chris Palmer, we'd love to have you on the show, but we have to be honest that we would ask you why you sucked so hard. You know what? Those years, that would though, be the I, only question. 
I long for those years, right? There was nothing behind it. Yeah. There's no like like now there's like 13 years of sadness preceding it. Then it was those, just, those years yeah, of the Cleveland Browns. Awesome. Those first two years back in the league, that's when you have a little child, and it's just a toddler, and everything is amazing. They start to learn how to walk, and that's cute and shit. They Orlando start talking. And he gets hit in the eye with, like, a flag. And, yeah, and then they turn 14, and they're giving hand jobs behind the fucking dumpster at McDonald's. And, they, know, turn four, they turn 14, and your daughter starts dating Kelly Holcomb, and you're like, yeah. what the hell happened? <laughs> he signed Jeff Garcia. What? Um, Spurgeon? So, yeah. What does that even mean? <laughs> That's code. It's some sort of foreign language. Uh, Brandon Whedon, real fast, um, he had 22 of 37 for 227 yards. That's not bad for Brandon. No touchdowns, no interceptions. This team can't score touchdowns. He's going to have a problem with that. You have to add that qualifier, not bad for Brandon. <laughs> but I mean... Honestly, guys, let's be real here, and I think this is being positive too. Like that's what we have to work with. If Brandon Whedon plays not bad for Brandon Whedon, there's a chance the Browns can win. They got a good defense. I really do believe Richardson's going to get going at some point. No. The best you can hope for Brandon Whedon is that he's not going to actively lose you the game. There you go. Like 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 he did last week, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think, though, you know, it's funny, and we'll talk about this in a minute, too, that they're playing the Vikings next week. Um, is that in Minnesota? I think it is. You should go. Dude. I, I want to try to go. I think it might be in Minnesota. Um, I have to fly from the compound to Minnesota, of course. Yes, yeah, so you're up on the international uh, date line up there. Something like that. Something like that. Um, <laughs> on a glacier. Um they're playing the Vikings next week, and I think the Vikings are actually a pretty similar team to the Browns. Christian uh, Ponder. Yeah, Brandon Whedon, Christian Ponder, like, mm, those yeah. guys suck. But yet their franchises are both like, well, not only are we going to pretend like this might work, but it's the best we have. <laughs> like, who do they have, dude? I mean, who else is Matt Castle but, but uh, Jason Campbell, like, a year removed, right? That guy sucks. <laughs> Christian Ponder is going to start every game this year, and if he doesn't, then bad shit has happened up there. Same here. At least they have Adrian Peterson. Yeah. He's awesome. He is awesome. Yeah. But I'd say the Browns' defense is better than their defense. Would you like to know who the third-string quarterback on the Vikings is? Who is it? You're going to love Randall this. Cunningham. No. Randall Cunningham. No, no, no. Mike Pagle. This might be my favorite NFL name I've ever seen. Who is it? McLeod <laughs> Bethel Thompson. Wow. Yeah. His first I, name is McLeod? First name like McLeod. Doug, like the clan McLeod from the Highlander? M-C-L-E-O-D. Have you guys seen those videos? I was just watching them, watching them last night. It's like a Comedy Central thing of the guys doing the East-West College Bowl. Oh, yeah, from Key and Peele. And it's just all the crazy names. There's the one guy that's just like... He's got construction noise, like, in the middle of his name. <laughs> That's some cutting social commentary. McLeod. McLeod Bethel Thompson. Um, so, yeah. Brandon Whedon, though, no turnovers this week. Also no touchdowns. Last week, three turnovers, one touchdown. 
The offense just needs to get going. Jordan Cameron's awesome, but the rest of it needs to it just doesn't strike fear in the heart at all. It needs to get going, but can it get going? I think Minnesota's a decent chance of anything else to see if it would. However, if Brian Hoyer is the quarterback, I think you're gonna see Trent Richardson touch the ball a lot, probably. <laughs> right? 45 carries, 82 yards. Which is funny, cause it's like, are you honestly <laughs> telling me, you know somewhere, Rob, Ch- and Chudzinski, I still, I like Chud, man, I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm really still liking Chud, I'm feeling good, and that same is here for posterity. Huh? He's a handsome man. Chud. He's a handsome man. I and I think Chud, right now, one of the reasons I, I love Chud is I know right now somewhere he's sitting there, and he's thinking... Brandon Whedon sucks. <laughs> you know, what I mean? he knows, man, right? <laughs> you think like, he knows? He knows, right like now? I said, like I said, and like, and Weeby will talk about it later in his rant. Uh, that he's the best quarterback that's on the team. Yeah, in he's and not, of itself, a problem. I mean, we're starting the right guy based on who we have, but. But, I mean, don't you at least, like, I mean, first of all, that was the other thing I was going to say. You know, I was really bummed out that they lost this game against the Ravens, mostly because they were winning at halftime and it was 6 nothing. But, you know, like, I didn't expect them to win this game. In Baltimore, no way. They're not going to win that in the second week of the season. And Brandon Whedon, I mean, he could have done a little bit more, but, like, he's got a chance to play as long as he doesn't sprain his thumb or whatever that will happen. He's going to play some this year. He could be good. I don't know. Maybe. I, I do know, and he can't. He cannot be good. <laughs> he cannot be good. Because he is not good. He's our age. And like I told you before the show, people He's our young. age, just horrible athletes. <laughs> so just based on, based on age alone, we're discounting. Mm-hmm. He He's is younger, younger than all of us. Yeah, that's true. Actually. He's still old. Now, what's that say about us? I mean, I think at this point I've officially reached mid-30s. 33, Ian just turned 33 between, was it, no, you turned 33 before last week's episode. Yeah, I'm on the north side of a third of the way through my 30s, so I think that's mid-30s. Congratulations. Yeah. On the south side of Lake Erie, there's a place called Cleveland Town. I mean, if you go down there, you better just be aware of a team called the Cleveland Browns. Oh, they came alive in 85 and 88. They will be great. Bring on the Broncos, Bengals, Bears, the Steelers, Oilers. We don't care because the Browns are going to dominate. Oh, they're the bad, bad Cleveland Browns. Baddest football team around. Meaner than the Ayatollah. We're going to the Super Bowl. Browns are known throughout the league for the fearsome running backs. Nothing could be finer than a run by Ernest Miner and a big Kevin Mack attack. We got Bernie Kosar and we're gonna go far cause he's as talented as he is cool. In the clutch it's quite a two so when he throws the eyes he knew some Brian Ben and Wes Slaughter too. They're the bad, bad Cleveland Browns. Baddest football team around Better than a team should be They're gonna win the AFC Yes, the Browns have got a defense That can really rock the place 
tell your runners and receivers that they're gonna be believers when the dogs are getting in their face. We got Golick and Johnson, Charlton, Harrison, and a couple hundred pounds of clay. When Braggs and Harper come and knock and Frank and Hamper start a barking, they'll be dogging you all the way. Oh, they're the best, best Cleveland Browns, baddest football team around. Meaner than the Ayatollah, go to the Super Bowl. Yes, if you need a kick, it's lightning quick when the ice cube does his thing. And when Clancy lowers the boom and truck and hits like Dr. Doom, then we'll be sizing up the Super Bowl ring. I said the whole league took the fight in when the season's games were done. As the brown star rises in the sunny Cleveland skies, I'm proud to say that guy's the number one. But they're the bad, bad Cleveland Browns, baddest football team around, better than TCP. Billy Cundiff, I wanted to make a, I made a note of this. Of course, scoring all of the Browns points this week. Billy Cundiff. I like how Lisa can opens at some point in this episode. Chris Poland would stop drinking so many beers. Chris Poland, cool it on that, man. You're making us look bad. Sorry, guys. You know I love beer. You love beer. Chris Poland loves love beer. beer. We do know that. Uh, Billy Cundiff. I forgot that Billy Cundiff cost the Ravens <laughs> the, the Super Bowl until they showed that. I loved it. I was like, I hadn't even been in Tony's that long, and Billy Cundiff's about to kick the first field goal, and they go, well, let's flash back to Billy Cundiff playing for the Ravens, and it's just Billy Cundiff against the Patriots fucking just kicking the biscuit, dude. Like, it was just like the shittiest kick ever. Everyone's like, ah! <laughs> Billy Cundiff just fucking shit the big one. And then he... And then right after that, it's like, boom, okay, he's on the field for the Browns now. And I was like, oh, God. Not only is that a terrible way to perceive this thing happening, but I had forgotten that Billy Cundiff was that. I forgot that was Billy Cundiff. So I decided, I made a note, I was going to try to keep a tally of how many times this year Billy Cundiff goes up to kick and they make reference or show a video of Billy Cundiff being crappy. <laughs> so we're up to one, guys. Um, Let's one. try to Google Doc and keep track of that. <laughs> so last week we had we talked about how we were going to change the trivia a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and it was the last one that we offered up to the audience. And basically, it was just because, like, even though we love him, Dave's been winning him a lot. You know, it wasn't really generating the participation I hoped. And, you know, we want to get Dave on here anyway. I think that's probably the best way to thank him for all of his awesome uh, answering abilities. So I decided... Dave. 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 We'd love to have you on the show, Dave. Unless, of course, you're available only at the same time as that string Vikings receiver or quarterback, then we'd prefer to have McLeod on. McLeod Bethel Thompson. What was his name? Hopkins? McLeod Bethel Thompson. (laughs) 
It's crazy. It sounds like a law firm. That sounds like a law firm, not Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. Um, no, that's pretty good, too. Um, so last week, we offered up the last public trivia question, and strangely enough, nobody answered, not even Dave. Uh, and even on, even on top of that, Dave commented and still didn't answer. So I think we've made the right decision. Um, and the question was, who other than who? Not, what non-quarterback for the Browns has the most touchdowns since they returned in 1999? And the answer is Brian Hands himself. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? What? Two different answers, don't we? Wasn't it? What did Chris say? I thought it was frying pan hands. It is. Chris oh, frying pan hands. He just said different things. On my end, it sounded like a very rehearsed bit where you both answered different things, and I was like, oh, no, did I not know that was supposed to happen? Well, <laughs> yes, Braylon Edwards. Lady Ruin our day. Greg Little Sr. <laughs> um, that wouldn't make sense. That wouldn't, that wouldn't, he can't be Greg Little's father. Um, just kindred spirits who can't catch footballs. Braylon Edwards, I don't remember the total amount of touchdown stats. If you could get on that for us at some point, I don't remember what the answer was. Wasn't that hard? I believe. Something like that. He had a really good year. The one year he had like 15 or something. Um, the year when the Browns This the Browns. week's trivia question is going to kick off our new format, which is me asking whoever is on the show. Because we like this multiple people thing. It was 28 touchdowns Braylon Edwards scored as a Cleveland Brown with a high of 16 in the 2007 season. You've been nailing those numbers. Like, when you go and look for the thing, you're probably forgetting important bits of information now that you know how many touchdowns Braylon Edwards. Probably. There's nothing important. Okay. This week's trivia question for the two of you, Ian and Chris, and I'll give you a second to think, and then I'll ask for your answer. What am I going to think about? The Browns? Yeah, I guess. I'm not going to be thinking that much. Don't Google it, Ian. I'm not Googling anything, man. Or don't bake it. Don't don't even think about oh. it. Don't well, metacrawler it. Um, can I ask Jeeves? You're allowed to ask Jeeves. You're allowed one phone a friend to ask Jeeves. Jeeves, um, my man. You also can post it as a missed encounter on Craigslist. I don't app. want that to uh, steal traffic and actually other misconnections on Craigslist. <laughs> Seriously, Minnesota. Yeah, well, you, I'm, I'm right here. Just call Ian, me. just call him up. You just missed the connection. Um, this week's question, we, we had talked about Brandon Whedon, strained thumb, possible strained thumb. He's not going to, might not play against the Vikings. Um, and if Jason Campbell... Or Brian Hoyer, God forbid, starts this game. Is Brian Hoyer any relation to Stinny Hoyer? Who is Stinny Hoyer? He was a senator or congressman, one of the two. Let me let me Google that. Check that out. Then you're gonna miss the trivia question I'm asking you. Yeah, I multitasking. The prize is that you don't get made fun of by the other two people. Stinny Hoyer, Stinny Hoyer was the U.S. Representative from Maryland's 5th Congressional District since 1981. And also uh, Brian Hoyer's father, probably. Wow. Probably. Now you know. I don't think it's... Or you know. 
Again, political opinion. Well, what would be awesome is if that was the trivia question, but it wasn't. Even though you got that right. Um, Brian, if Brian Hoyer, Jason Campbell starts this next Sunday against the Vikings, they will be yet another in a very, very, very long line of people that have started at quarterback from the Browns since they've returned in 1999. And I want to know, gentlemen, how many quarterbacks have started games for the Cleveland Browns since they returned in 1999? Started games, so not appeared in games. Started games. I have a guess. Yeah, uh, what we're going to do is if once Chris has a guess, we'll go with both of you. I don't want you to... Yeah. I have a guess, too. Okay, Chris, what do you think? I think 14. 14, Ian? 10. 10? Chris, you're the winner. Close to the Where's Whoa. that train? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Was that the train for winning? I think so. Is it going through there? <laughs> my house is very near the train tracks in my window. It's open right now. I apologize. Wait, wait, wait you mean the Aquavir compound? What's that? I think we're getting a delivery. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, empty CD cases. <laughs> Ian's been sleeping at the train station. It's lonely here, you guys. They have Wi-Fi, though, so we've been able to do this. They do have Wi-Fi. Um, Chris, before the, is the train done? Yeah, well, I mean, maybe. Is the train ever done? Is, like, the entire city you live in just lining the, tra- the railroad track? I swear to Christ, there are more trains in this fucking city than I've ever experienced in my life. I will say that. I don't know where they're going. There's nothing north of here but Canadians. They're going through, Ian. They're, they're delivering syrup. Dude, uh, that makes sense. No, oh, they're bringing syrup down from the syrup mines. <laughs> um, okay, well, as long as the train's done, the <laughs> correct answer was actually 18. Are you shitting me? And actually, I mean, if Hoyer or Campbell starts, they'll be the 19th. All right, let's try to name them all. <laughs> I don't have the document up, but I think I think I could do it, guys. I think well, what we should do is we should find Between the document, us. but I think we need to send it off to Brian Weeby right now, don't we? Yeah, let's send it off to Brian Weeby. We've been talking about positivity, so we're gonna send it off. This is uh, Brian Weeby with your broken bandwagon for this week. We'll be back. Six Bs and a P. I think today was a decent game. It was ugly, but that's the kind of game the Browns win, Um, you know. And the last thing I want to hear is another, oh, the sky is falling, the Browns are terrible, blah, 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 blah. Guess what? Yeah, the sky fell years and years ago, if you're a Browns fan. The sky, you walk on the sky because it's, it's on the dirt. And that's fine because we're the Browns and that's the way it is. You know, we win ugly games. We didn't today, but, you know, we did good against the Ravens. Super Bowl champions, you know. Would have liked to have pulled one out. 
I also don't want to hear any more shit about Brandon Whedon, because guess what? He's the best we've got, clearly. Jason Campbell sucks. I live in Chicago. I saw him play last year. He's terrible. And that's fine, too. He's the backup. Backup quarterbacks are backups for a reason. And, you know, I hope Brandon Whedon gets his thumb out of his ass or whatever the hell was going on. Uh, But, you know, I think he did fine today. I think the offensive line sucks, or at least, you know, I don't know, needs some help. Uh, A supposed strength of the Browns is, of course, always a weakness. He, yeah, they need to learn how to block for Trent Richardson. They need to keep Brandon Whedon from getting sacked. The entire offense, don't know whose fault it is, needs to stop delay a game penalties when it's third and ten. You know, there's room to improve all the way around. Uh, But all in all, you know, the front seven of the defense was good again. Surprise, surprise. It's the only thing they invested any money in in the offseason, and that's the best thing we've got right now. Uh, Wide receivers are still dropping balls. Hopefully uh, getting old... uh, Scissor back will help us with that. Um, But all in all, you know, I say stay positive. You know, whenever I've run into a lot of Browns fans in various places, I've run into Browns fans in Alaska and Chicago and other parts of Ohio, like Cincinnati, where you wouldn't think is necessarily hardcore Browns country, but they're always excited to talk about the Browns. And then it comes Sunday everyone's, you know, and granted, there's not a lot of reason to be excited, I get it, but come on, that negative energy, you know, you're sending bad vibes to the Browns, and that's the last thing they need, they need good vibes, lots of them, so keep that in mind, you know, you, you, uh, you project what you think you you deserve, getting new age on you here, so pray to your deities, rub on your rocks, Stop uh, bitching about the Browns sucking. You knew it was going to happen. Focus on the positive. Ray Rice got hurt. (laughs) Alright, here's another little bit of something I wanted to say. A little little sidebar. Rob Chudzinski. Come on, buddy. What are you wearing? You know, it's clear you're not a skinny man. But you're wearing, like, triple XL shirts that, you know, they're short sleeve yet they come, you know, midway down your forearm. Uh, are you trying to look like a gangster? Or uh, a guy who, you know, it's kind of like the Hot Topic cut, you know, where you get the, the Spider-Man dress shirt that goes down to your mid-calf and mid-forearm. You know, I just, uh, you gotta dress for success. And, uh... I don't think uh, wearing shirts with that cut, the uh, Hot Topic cut, unless you're going to rock some Jinko jeans with it. I think that would be bold, is if you wore the same shirt you wore today, Rob Chudzinski, didn't tuck it in, Jinko jeans, put your uh, visor on backwards, then maybe you got something. Um, otherwise, you know, maybe some Jabo jeans, too, with the uh, the knife pocket otherwise get a shirt that fits dress for success come on all right that's it all i got okay always insightful commentary from the one the only brian weeby just freshly back from alaska i believe welcome home welcome home brian weeby thanks for the positive words 
about the Browns. I know we could all use that. I think we've been fairly positive today here. Sort of. No, you uh, haven't no. at all. No. Really? Yeah. Well, you have, Brian, but Ian yeah, has. Right. Ian hasn't been... You know what? Let's So let's knock Ian down a peg. I'm Ian, a realist. What? Yes. We no. skipped last week. We had such a jam-packed, awesome episode last week that we skipped you trying to guess the name of the podcast. Um, for those that missed our preseason special, Ian doesn't know what the six B's and the one P stand for. Well, you do know that the P stands for podcast. You got, podcast. A, you got a few of the B's last week, but you didn't, or the first week, but you didn't get all of them. So we're going to keep going here, um, give you another shot here um, on our third episode of the season. Ian, what do you think those six B's stand for? Well, here's the thing. From the time we did the first one of this, this season, I've forgotten what the ones that I got right were. I'm pretty sure one Good, of so Brian. Brian and Browns. I know one of them repeats. Is that what I was told? Is that correct? Maybe. 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 Oh, my God. So cagey, Chris. Wait, well, do two of them actually... Two of them repeat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two of them repeat. Okay. So let's, let me just set up the framework here. There's six Bs... Six words that begin with B. Yes. Four of them are just two words. Double. <laughs> I wish everyone could. I wish America could have seen the hand graphic I just did. We can put it on our Tumblr. Is it Brian's? Am I over one already? Yes. You think that's the first word? The first word is not Brian. That's incorrect. It's not Brian. Is it Browns? Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, we got away. All right. So first word is Browns. Browns. I'm going to ask where this one to go with it. I'm already wrong. Browns backing. Yeah. Browns backing. Ding, 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 ding. Browns backing. Brian. Yeah, also correct. We're going. We're getting good here. Brian's Browns. Wait, Brian's. <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. Browns backing Brian's best Browns backing podcast. That's correct. That's pretty that's close. Correct. So that's all, right. all you get for this week. Next so week you f- try again. I will say you were real close. I have the first three B's correct, though, right? And the first three are correct. So we have Browns backing Brian's, and then the last three you gave were best... Best Browns? Brian's Browns podcast. <laughs> I don't even... Oh, this is embarrassing. Yeah, well... See, I, I was under the impression that it was Browns backer Brian. I guess that's probably what it is. But we'll give it... Either way, I mean, let's throw you... Even a... Blind bird can find a Colonel LeGorn or something, right? Exactly. Racist. Yeah. Even the Cleveland Browns can win a few games a year. Um, we'll see. So, now that you failed at that, mm-hmm. I feel it's... <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's move on to uh, Tweet of the Week. No, yeah, let's do Tweet of the Week first. Okay. 
I'm going to get challenged, right? You are going to get challenged. You want to do the tweet of the week first? Uh, yeah, let's do the tweet of the week first. So last week, of course, I was... Hey guys, let's do the tweet of the week, but do it first. Hold um, on. Now I'm not into that idea. Okay. Hey, guys. Yeah. Do what Chris said. What did he say? Tweet of the week? Wait, tweet first. of the week. First, okay. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Uh, tweet of the week. Uh, Ian, what's that email address that people can send tweet of the week ideas to? It is... This is what I think the tweet of the week should be at Brian's Best Browns Backing Best Buds Podcast dot net. Dot net. Today at my work, a woman on the phone who was a business professional in the field that she was operating in asked me if there were any apostrophes in both a web address I gave her and an email address I gave her. <laughs> and then I realized, wow, people are stupid. Um, Didn't so you realize that? that? Just today. That <laughs> just was now what, coming around, huh? That's what pushed it over the edge. Okay, the tweet of the week comes to us. Last week we had that awesome one. I was going to say I looked foolish last week when I claimed that Dante Stallworth's Twitter handle was... At Dante Stallworth, 22H, <laughs> only to find out later that that meant 22 hours ago. I have not made that same mistake this week. Uh, <laughs> today's Tweet of the Week. Also, to just update, Dante Stallworth is still tweeting about weird, like, New World Order nonsense. I think he's growing down with Alex Jones out there. <laughs> Everyone should check him out. Screaming false flag at the top of his lungs. He's probably mentioned reptilians by now. Um, at Dante Stallworth will find him. <laughs> uh, this week's tweet of the week comes to us from TJ Ward. We haven't had him in a while. Uh, his back, handle. TJ. TJ, we'd love to have you on the show. <laughs> TJ Ward is handle at Boss Ward forty three. Says. <clears throat> About to slay Miserable. Oh, wait, is it lay, may, lay... Less Miserables. Less Miserables. Lay Miserable. Lay Miserable. I didn't pr practice, guys. How about, we'll just say Less Miserables, right? <laughs> Either way, guys, uh, anybody that's listening in all seriousness, we all know it's funny enough. This is already funny, but there's more to it. About to watch Les Miserables. I think that's right. Yep. Hope it's as good as they say. That's it, TJ Ward. <laughs> what? I was, I was hoping that would end with as the book. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know why there's something funny about TJ Ward sitting down with Les Miserables, some fucking Victor Hugo, and going to town. Yeah, just like, all right, guys, it was a tough loss this week. I'm going to light some scented candles and... Kick back with this 900-page tome about the French Revolution. No. So, TJ Ward, kind of lame, dude. At least Joe Hayden, it makes Joe Hayden's sneaker collection seem way cooler when you realize TJ Ward's watching, like, romantic comedies. He's watching fucking Wolverine sing. <laughs> What'd you say, Chris? 
I didn't think it was a romantic comedy. No, but you know he's probably watching like 13 going on 30 or something. Some sort of Jennifer Garner vehicle. He's I'm watching there. the original Freaky Friday or the remake? He's watching Daredevil. Batman begins. Um, so, uh, if you have any suggestions for tweets of the week or trivia questions uh, you know, for me to ask these guys, I guess now, send them on to me, brian at aquarelegion.com. Or what's the other email address, Ian, if that one's overloaded? Oh, it is. Um, I have a suggestion for the tweet of the week, but this also may be a trivia question. Comma, I'm not really sure, question mark? Apostrophe. Apostrophe at apostrophe dot apostrophe. Okay, apostrophe dot apostrophe, the domain address of this show. Um, I'm going to be challenged. Yes, Speaking and then after that, trivia. we'll do a quick preview of next week, and then we will let you all go for until post-Vikings game. So uh, what am I being challenged on here? You said that you thought you could name all 18 starting quarterbacks since the Browns returned to the league. Ugh. I would like to see you try. Do it. Okay. All right. I'm going to just try to kind of go in order. In order for... I mean, I'm not I, mean I don't. I don't want to claim that I can do it in order. I gotta write this down. This is crazy. This is unprecedented in the world of sports. What you're about to do. It's a lot of names to remember. It's 18 names. You can even put a number on it. <laughs> so, number one. Yes. Ty Depper. Very good. Oh, oh shit. N doesn't work. Oh, come on. I know. I have more. Do you want to use mine? Yeah, can you hand it over here, please? Thank you. Beautiful. Okay, let's do this. Ty Detmer, that's one. Ty Detmer. Yes. Um, Tim Couch. Yes. What worries me already is that I feel like there's another one in those first couple years. In 1999, the only starters were Tim Couch and Ty Detmer. Okay, so 2000, I'll we're going to say... This. Tim Couch started seven games in 2000. He did. He did. He did not... It was not Kelly Holcomb yet. Nope, you're too early for Kelly Holcomb, but I will give you that because he does come later. I will give you a hint also. One of these guys in 2000, his name was brought up earlier. It doesn't sound like a human man's name. It doesn't. It sounds oh, Spurgeon, like, Spurgeon Wynn. It sounds like a human fish. Spurgeon Wynn. Very Wynn. good. That is four. So we have, that's four of them. You I'm just going to start naming them now. I'm going nuts now. Okay. We're not going to order anymore. Okay. You already got Holcomb, Couch, Detmer, and Wynn, right? Yes, sir. Doug Peterson. He was the other one to start a game in 2000. Very good. Yeah, who the hell is that guy? He's working at the gyro hut right now. Started eight games. That's really? Yeah, that is so sad. I must have forgotten about some of those. I think a lot of people forgot about all of those. Okay. So, when we mentioned Kelly Holcomb. Mm-hmm. No, let me Charlie say, the names, the names that you have mentioned take us all the way up through 2003. Okay, Charlie Fry. Charlie Fry comes in 2005, not 2004, but that counts. Jeff Garcia. He was in 2004 for 10 games. All right, how many am I at now? You are at seven. Seven. I can Where see you one. You're definitely Eric not Anderson. Eric Anderson. Eric Anderson. 
Very good. Eight. Yep. Um, uh, all right. Let me go through the rest that I know real easy. Uh, Jake DeLome. Yes, sir. Nine. Yep. Brady Quinn's ten. Yep. Colt McCoy is eleven. Yep. Seneca Wallace is twelve. Yep. <laughs> Bruce Gradkowski. Oh man, I thought you wanted to get that one. Very Thirteen. Good. Good one. Uh -huh. Ken Dorsey. <laughs> Jesus Christ! That is fucking rain man of dumb shit. <laughs> No, man, it's all for the Browns. I have to be honest, I did have Dorsey down on here for some other reason. Okay, but I okay. do remember Ken Dorsey. I can never forget. I'm and in sorry. fact, I will prove that to you by telling you that he played football at the University of Miami. He did. He was a starting quarterback with the Ohio State. He was a lot better then. So what am I at, 14? You're at 14. I can tell you there are two I don't think you're going to get. Brandon Whedon's 15. Yep. Sixteen, so two that you don't think I'm gonna get. And oh, Dorsey yeah. and Gradkowski and Spurgeon win Doug Peterson are pretty. Those are that's, those are good polls. Kelly Holcomb even. The two that I'm not gonna get. I got Dofer and Garcia and Delone. The I, you did not. You did not say Dofer. You said Detmer earlier. Okay, with well, Trent Dofer. But Dofer, so you have two left, and I don't think you're gonna get them. Ooh. I would be surprised. Two left. And when you hear that oh. one of them started four games, you might shit your pants. Yeah, that is already the. But I will. What about um? Oh, oh, this is the third stringer last year. Uh, what's his? Uh, they cut him, didn't they? He is no longer with the team. He's no longer with the team. Or he alive? No bad. As far as I know. He's alive. He's dead. As far as I know. Dead to you. He's dead to you. Or possibly also in the world. Colt McCoy, Seneca Wallace, and who's the other one last year? Do you want me to tell you? Are you giving up? No, 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 no. Oh, that's terrible. You shouldn't feel bad about not remembering this thing. No, I should, man. I mean, that was just so close. It was so recent. There are people I met last year whose names I don't remember. No. <laughs> oh, it was... No! No! It was... Thaddeus Lewis! There you go. Right. Okay, so, so there's one that I have You are not going to get this. Now let me ask you a question. Yes. Can I take... Do I have more than one guess for this? I'll give you... Three guesses. Okay, and you said four games this guy started? Started four games in 2004. Chris Poland, is that fair? Three guesses? Totally, totally fair. Okay. Josh McCown. That is incorrect. Now, do you have to tell him if he got part of the name right? I mean, well, obviously, no, no. Wasn't there dancing all over. Luke McCown. Luke McCown. Luke McCown. There you go. That's right. Eat it, bitches. Bam. Yeah, I don't know, really feel better now that I've displayed that knowledge. I mean, I needed a little help, but 
Doug hey, Peterson. Know, that, that was all you, buddy. Yeah. Oh, I feel pretty good. I would have gotten probably 12. So, what do you, I mean, as far as this season, I mean, where do you, I wanted, we talked about earlier, you know, this sort of idea of trying to remain positive. We also talked about last week this idea of being a Browns fan and kind of knowing what you're in for. And touched on it even this week, this concept of, you know, that being what makes it great is that every once in a while they do something awesome and it's, it's really awesome. What do you honestly feel like as far as this year? Like, what's the deal, Chris? About this year? Yeah, I mean, do you still feel – do you feel positive? Do you feel like Dave when you watch those games? Do you think it's going to – I mean, like you – know, We're two games in, and already I don't care about football anymore. Like, I don't know. Is that a I'll record? still watch them. I'll still, you know, enjoy the social aspect of watching well, a Browns game with Browns fans. a lot of money to be doing these podcasts also. Pardon? Yeah. Well, I am. Oh, yeah. I mean, I am too, yeah. Yeah. yeah so um, but yeah, there's I don't know. There's plenty of other stuff to do and more important things to think about. Agreed. But and you know, I, I'll have fun with it. I'm looking at the schedule and I'll be honest, I don't know a whole hell of a lot about the rest of the NFL. It's it's still baseball season as far as I'm concerned. I, if they win more than like three games I'd be surprised. And that's not a good thing. At, at some point, that whole thing where you're saying like them doing something good is like, oh, awesome! It's enough to like feed the beast or whatever. It's it's not going to be enough. The beast shall go wanting. And it's just three and thirteen sucks to that. Three and thirteen does suck because it does keep happening. Positivity. <laughs> yeah. All right. I guess. Yeah. We lost it, dude. Ian just brought me down to his side. I'm sad now. It's yeah. It's my one thing I do well. It's make people feel bad. Sherry actually showed me a, a tweet that she saw, I think it was on Saturday she showed it to me, of some Chick-fil-A. I got real pissed then, and then I understood a little more after Sunday, but uh, a Chick-fil-A that put on their sign, we take Sundays off just like the Browns. I'll snap Chick-fil-A. See? I mean, Chick-fil-A sucks anyway. Sorry about there. Straight Their chickens. buttered rolls and pickle-covered chicken sandwiches are tasty. It's all that racism. It's delicious. It is all that Christian rage. You know, most I haven't had Chick-fil-A in a really long time, and I wasn't a you know I was pretty upset that they. I was glad, just like last week when we got to hear Dante Stallworth's really important opinion on Syria and the NSA. I was really happy when Chick-fil-A weighed in on their feelings on same-sex marriage because I was like. What does Chick-fil-A think, guys? Um, <laughs> what do they think? I really, I really actually wanted to know what Sister's Chicken thought. They were an old restaurant that existed in Lorain, Ohio, when I was little, but they're not available for comments, so I figured Chick-fil-A, what do they think? Can dudes marry dudes, Chick-fil-A? Um, <laughs> Absolutely so, not. You can yeah, put a pickle so, on it. you got to put a pickle on it. Um, but most of my experiences with Chick-fil-A lately... Have, like in the past couple of years of my life, four or five years, have been pulling into them while on the road somewhere on a Sunday, only to realize that they're fucking closed, and then being like, "I hate Chick Fil A," you know? Like you're like, "Oh yeah, Chick Fil A next exit." And you're like driving back from somewhere on a Sunday, and you're like, "Oh, it's gonna be so good," and then you get to the Chick Fil A, and you're like, "Why are you still at church, guys? It's four o'clock." And I'll blame the first one on them, but I'll blame the rest of the times you kept doing it on you. 
Yes. I will say, I, I did not come to Chick-fil-A, or, or at least I was not uh, exposed to Chick-fil-A until later in life. And I just, I just don't see what the big deal is. It's not a dirty kind of how you said that. Yeah. <laughs> I think Chick-fil-A is like a guy in a trench coat in an alley, like, hey, Ian, come here. Well, you know Chick-fil-A's against Look at my waffle fries. Um, I could totally get behind some waffle fries. So, yeah, but it was funny. Like, Sherry was like, and I was like, man, you know what? Screw that Chick-fil-A. And then I was like, oh, yeah, they did go and take Sunday off. At least the offense seemed to. Um, So, yeah, next week, Minnesota Vikings. Do we figure out whether that game was in Minnesota or Cleveland? It is indeed this very Sunday. Yeah, there you go. In Minnesota. I might have to try to go. I will say... People up here are crazy serious about the Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I want to go. I, yeah. I oh, think yeah. I need to go to one of these games, either either Cincinnati or, or Detroit, maybe. I need to go one of these ones coming up because there isn't a lot of games in Cleveland towards the end of the year. I usually, look at that, September, December, or Sunday, December 15th against the Bears might be a possibility. I. I have a great uh, strategy, which involves, you know, I still have lots of family um, in the Cleveland area. and If I wait them out, like, you know, someone always knows somebody who has season tickets that by December can't can't do it anymore. And then I, I yeah. love going. You know, even by then if the Browns are 1-9, and nine, you know, if you go to the team shop and buy a foam bone or whatever, that's pretty good. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Browns Vikings next week. Jason Campbell, Brian Hoyer, Brandon Whedon, Thaddeus Lewis, Doug Peterson. Someone starting a quarterback. Um, we'll of course be back here with more interesting commentary, fake positivity, um, anger, rage, rage and anger, trivia questions and tweets and all sort of other things. I want to thank Brian Weeby for delivering his second uh, broken bandwagon. It's not the Subway Fresh Take Hotline anymore? Subway Fresh Take Hotline. Um, <laughs> I want to get to the point where we all start doing commercials, like how Mike and Mike do them. <laughs> you know, it's like, we're having the show, but then I'm like, hey, Ian, you ever try stamps.com? You know, and we just start launching into some crazy shit <laughs> of like, you know, oh, there's this one lately, because I've, well, my car before it caught on fire um, had a CD stuck in the CD player for the past couple of years. So I listen to a lot of ESPN radio in the car when I'm driving, and um, they have this one recently for um, Marie Callender's Biscuits, and it's like, you know, oh, Golik ate all the biscuits. Oh, because he's fat. I get it. (laughs) Mike's like, hey, did you eat my biscuit? And he's like, I ate your biscuit. You know, and they're like, hey, Greeny. It's like like when we were, you know, I'm a logarithm. Did uh, Colin Cowherd get his Weasley ass in there? Somehow? God, I hate that guy. Right? That guy's the world's dumbest Thanks, person. Ian and Chris for joining me again. Thanks, Brian, as I mentioned for the rant earlier. Sherry will be back next week doing some fantasy name-guessing. Golden Tate. We hopefully will have Brian here again next week as well. I'm your host, Brian Costco. Six Bs and a P. We still will not tell you what that stands for yet. Here on AquabareLegion.com, you're one source. Four. 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 Ian and Chris, do you have things to plug? Uh, it's my radio show. Alternating Fridays and Saturdays, KBSC. Yeah. Regular dates. K- what is it, KBVC? 
KV, as in flowery, SC.org. KVSC.org, Fridays and Saturdays alternating. Yep, Fridays 1 to 4, Saturdays 7 to 10. Chris Poland, anything? Uh, there's the Rockstar Podcast Backstage Pass on rockstarprowrestling.com. Uh, occasional articles on ghettoblastermagazine.com. And occasional podcasts and other stuff on aquabearlegion.com. Your one source of force. Force. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in again. You can reach me, Brian, at aquabearlegion.com. Find us on Twitter, Facebook. Go Browns. Beat the Vikings. Go Browns. Go Browns. Peace. Go Browns. 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 Go Brow